So I'm recording. Are you recording? Yep. Okay. Cool. Um, well, Aiden, thanks for being on the HTML Energy Podcast. Thank Maybe- you for having me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry. Of course. I'm curious about your background and specifically your like first introduction to HTML. I guess I know you're a designer and also web coder or programmer, um, markup writer, and was just wondering how those interests, either together or separate, started for you. Yeah, I, my, my undergrad was, was in uh, English, actually, and I, I kind of like didn't, I didn't get into design until probably like, well, I, I was like practicing it throughout my English, or as I was like studying English, but I didn't really take it seriously until I had graduated and I was kind of reflecting on all the things that I enjoyed most, which was like making album art for people. Then when I went back to school, I started taking like web classes uh, and that was like my first like official introduction or like someone telling me like actually how to do something. But my first, my first experience was probably like Tumblr just the sidebar with the Tumblr theme and just like messing with the HTML and CSS there. Cool. Um, I was just looking at your website earlier today and I saw the title is goodpilius.net. Mm-hmm. Is that right? That's my process. The, oh, your process. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you have multiple sites. Mm-hmm. Um, could you tell me a little bit about your personal site or sites um, and what it's like to work on them? Yeah, I mean, so yeah, the Good Pilius one is like, it's kind of my, my blog and it's, it was sort of made, as I like started my MFA, it was like a, a space to, to like start working through my process as it was changing. And, and as like a space to put my work, my, my the work that, or the website that I had, my personal website, like uh, after I'd kind of like learned how to make a website, it was like really project oriented and it was really like geared towards like um, working commercially or getting getting a job. But the projects I was making in, that I'm making in the MFA are kind of less containable in like a project form. And so I was like, I wasn't able to update my website. And also I'd been reflecting on like why I was using the web and like what kind of space I would want for myself. And so the first, the first test was that the Good Pilius kind of blog. And it's just like a, it's a Tumblr actually. And I just tried to just change it enough to make it like a simple feed and just use it as like a CMS to post something um, without having to pay for like a server. And then, yeah, then for my personal site, it's still, yeah, that one's still, like, pretty under construction. Um, but I think it, I mean, I also, what I wanted, the, the first iteration was, like, it didn't seem like it was under construction, but I kind of want it to always feel like it's under construction or just grow naturally with, 
with me as I change. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And so obviously your process blog, you edit like through the Tumblr interface. Um, what about, I guess, your main site? Um, what's your workflow like for updating it or changing it? Uh, it's all, so yeah, it's just all just on, um, I use like Atom for my text editor. And then I just uh, publish using uh, the GitHub um, pages. And that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's just, it's usually, it's always like historically been like a single page sort of thing, but yeah. Yeah, kind of like an index or like landing mm -hmm. sort of page. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I was on your website the past couple of weeks and feeling like there's something really slow and kind of trance-like that I experience when I look at your works, um, whether they're like web-based or images or videos. And I guess I was wondering if you could speak a little bit to the kinds of things you're like aiming for as you make work. Slowness is like a really important thing for me, at least when making work. I'm like generally anxious a lot of the time when imagining like what I would, what kind of space or like how I can create a space for myself while I'm making and something that will exist uh, out after, after the fact for myself and for others, it's usually slow or like meditative or working towards like calming something. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> is that, relate to the class you're teaching now uh, a handmade web yeah that the class so this is I mean yeah I this is like the first time I've taught it um and so it's been it's a little rough this first time mostly I was just concerned with like communicating the essentials I was trying to throw in some things that were less technical and more like conceptual or um kind of like focused on really thinking about making on the web. Um, but I think I'm still, I'm still like developing my voice, at least in, in trying to, in teaching, I guess. I, I'm going to teach it next semester, more, more of these kind of like reflective moments. I'll like try to work into the class itself. Cool. Maybe I want to go like back to the past and if there are any, if there's any specific website you'd like to bring back from the dead. Yeah, there is one I like recently kind of, um, and it's not, it's not actually like the website itself is actually still preserved, but it's Ursula K. Le Guin's website, the writer, when, when she passed her estate changed her website to a new, a new site. So they, they archived her website, but they moved it to a different domain name and the, the new websites, it's nice, but it's kind of just like a bootstrap site. And her old site, it wasn't uh, coded by her, but it was kind of, it was built by a friend of hers. It just like fully encapsulates her energy and it's like early web in its like feeling. I know it's still there, but it's also, it's kind of like under an archive URL and it's a little harder to find. That would be maybe like the website. I wish it would at least like reemerge from uh, its now sort of hidden space, but it's still there, so. Yeah, I think I have faint memories of going to it. If I'm not mistaken, did it have frames? 
Uh, I don't know if it had frames. It had like a sidebar nav. Yeah, that's probably what I remember. Yeah. Yeah, do you remember any other things about it? Like, did she have special pages? Yeah, she had really specific pages. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was on the website of the poet Eileen Miles recently and learned that she has an animals page mm -hmm. where she just updates. It's like only a page that lives online um, information about animals she's known in her life. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, that, that type of content can really only live here. Mm -hmm. It seems, especially since it's like regularly updated. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm starting to understand like full circle where you're coming from. Like you were, I guess, like writing or interested in literature and music. And I feel music is very, like can have slowness or meditative aspects to it. Mm -hmm. I guess it, it makes me wonder too if you have any specific like processes um, apart from um, I guess like making websites or visual work that you incorporate into your practice or your or how you are in the world I, I used to spend a whole lot of time outside um, and kind of like going on hikes or like bike rides have like always been really important to me um, and that, that's something that like, yeah, I wish was more of my, like part of my practice now. Um, but also just like sitting down and like resting for a while uh, or like kind of being by myself, I think is like a big part of, of my process or practice um, just, just in order to like focus or like let myself breathe and get to a point where I can like trust myself I guess yeah that reminds me can you tell me how your Sundays project began it yeah it emerged um just in trying to think of some way that I could take a day off it, I mean I was like reading articles or like essays about like the Sabbath which is like the day of rest within some like religions where and I can't, I can't remember all like the specific uh, details, but it's, and there's like varying degrees of not severity, but like intenseness or like commitment to it where some, some don't turn off, they won't even like turn on lights in their house. But yeah, just the, the idea of like reorganizing the way that we think about work and our like schedules and just picking a day out of the week, the same day every day to sort of like just take a rest and stop stop working to allow yourself to take a break and so yeah the website itself it's like a reflection on it and it's also like a negation in a sense I, it is like enacting work so the idea was that I was I was supposed to open the the website manually by like inserting the code or like just typing out the code that day on Sunday um, by hand and then publishing it. And then at the end of the day, I would take it down and reintroduce like the shop shutter. So it sort of functions as like a like a little tiny shop, which negates the idea of the Sabbath because it's like doing work. 
um, or it like functions as a shop and I'm like doing the work to like put it up. But the, the work that I was like, or the work that I um, still do occasionally, most of the time I forget <laughs> to open the shop. Yeah, the, the work itself was usually like a tiny poem or like uh, a meditative just web space to let myself just like rest for a second. Yeah, I love that even the shutters themselves like echo that sentiment of resting. Like, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a very peaceful schedule and sight to look at mm -hmm. even when it's closed. What might you imagine your website or websites looking like in the future or like let's say 10 years? Hmm. I want my website to kind of like grow into an even more personal space, I think. I don't know exactly, I don't know how it would look, but I definitely wanna, I've been thinking about like friendship or like, I know you have like the um, the friends, the the web ring. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I was calling um, it friend confetti for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just reflecting on, on my community like more so and you are just using it as a as a space in that way and yeah also just allowing it to sort of grow out naturally from itself rather than like constantly I feel like I'm always trying to like impose control over it so yeah yeah and another thing I've been thinking about is that making personal websites seems to occupy a specific need for people um, or like role in people's lives. And I was wondering, like, let's say you didn't make websites, how might you fill that role in a different way? So I guess like the question is two parts, like what, mm -hmm. is, what is it filling? And yeah, if you didn't do it, what, what else would you do? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I still don't know like even necessarily why I got into to making websites. I think it felt natural. Like I've always wanted to be able to make my own website. And then as that when I like got the skills or when I learned how to, it was just it was like fun and exciting. And at least this is also like how I've been like trying to think about when I'm teaching is just trying to make it accessible because the idea of like a website feels so official at this point or it feels so like unattainable or inaccessible and at least teaching it i'm i'm trying to like break down those those sort of like arcane barriers it exists outside of yourself in some way and then it lives on in some capacities i mean you still have, you have to maintain it and stuff i think that i think that's that's part of what it fills or like why why websites are interesting i don't, I don't know that i feel like that's that's like that's like all over the place or like what yeah like why i'm uh making them i i think they're just i mean i think it's just that it's fun i don't know if there's like a uh uh yeah <laughs> but um and then yeah if i weren't if i wasn't making a website or if i weren't making websites i would probably be making books and I, I think, I, I mean, I still am. And that's something that I've also kind of like gotten into again is bookmaking. 
I made a little like anthology or reader of kind of like all the the texts that I've been reading and sort of I excerpted just like passages that really uh, were important to me. Also, as I'm like for the MFA, we have to we have to work towards like a thesis. Um, so there's a lot of like research. I'm doing like the quote with my fingers, um, but and so yeah, part of it's that, but also a lot of it's like. Uh, personal or like kind of like spiritual or just I mean it's mostly for me or like and so yeah the book itself is just a collection of all those things I was thinking when I was making it like oh like I could make this a website and I still actually I want to take the idea that I was I was running with with the book um, and move it into a web space um, something that can be more like populated and updated a little bit easier um, and also offer I mean, access to other people, because yeah, I really I I derive like a whole lot of energy from from the texts themselves. But yeah, I really love the book. I keep going back to it and looking into it, um, just for when I'm like lost or something, or if I need like inspiration. So it's like a cen a centering device or mm -hmm. something. Yeah. Cool. Something else I've been thinking about that I sense in your work, and maybe I guess some of my own, not that I can speak objectively about it, but um, is a maybe type of spirituality interest. And I'm not even sure how to define spirituality, but you know, like there's a kind of meditative or sometimes trance-like effect. And I'm not sure if trance is the right word, but also your project about taking a break on Sundays has like religious history. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if you think there's a kind of innate spiritual quality, HTML or the web that you sense. I've been sort of looking at it from the lens of like, I mean, I, I don't know. And I don't know why I'm like creating this dichotomy, but like between just the idea of like design and spirituality or this sort of like in in some ways it feels like spirituality can't exist within design or that it's like shunned or at least yeah and maybe that that's like what i felt like was missing or what i feel like is missing on on the web in and not that it is missing but or that it like kind of is missing from the majority of the places that we spend a lot of our time in and so, yeah, when I think about like personal websites, though, they they sort of resonate with energy or spirituality that's like that doesn't exist in the same way. But also, I don't I don't feel like I can make that that claim either. You know, like maybe an Instagram feed, someone's Instagram feed is a space for spirituality, too, or can I mean, carries like can carry the same energy as like a personal site. I think my thoughts are still developing on this too. The main reason I was thinking about it was because I had a client project who told me they reached out to me specifically versus another designer because they sensed an, a spirituality within my work and mm. the the project at hand kind of needed that sort of energy. Um, which Which brings me to another specific question I had in mind for you, which is, um, how would you describe your energy in one word? Yeah. I mean, one word I was thinking of is bittersweet, just because it kind of occupies two two spaces. <laughs> uh, but I really love that word, actually. But yeah, I think 
I think bittersweet. Thank you.